Oh, hi, hi there, traveler. Pull, pull us here up at the bar. I'll be with you in just a moment. So, made a decision? What can I get you? Coffee? Tea? Have special? You could always stick around. Never know what you find at the tavern. I'm Phoenix Arden, I use they them pronouns. And I'm Eve Handyside, I use any pronouns. And this is Talking in the Tavern. Episode back. two. It's episode two. It's July. Um we're actually recording this the same month as it goes out, which is slightly radical for us. Not happened before. <laughs> I don't think so, no. I think normally we're no. quite far ahead. Yeah. This episode comes out in four days. You know? <laughs> Something like that. We, we might have had a little incident where we kind of forgot that we needed to record this and then suddenly it was July. Yeah, we remembered yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you were on holiday. I was on holiday. I'm in the process of buying a house, so neither of us so, have been like super, you know... On the ball. On the, on the ball, yeah. Yeah, good for um, Yeah, so uh, but, we were having a little chat about about what we should do what our like theme thing for this episode should be and Eve found this thing that I'd never heard of before called the mid-year freakout tag Woo! it's created by Read Like Wildfire and Earl Grey Books I found that out as well and it basically just goes through the books that we've read this year and um, asks us questions about it so we've got a list of 14 questions we're going to go through today yeah, so it's like books you've read and then like upcoming stuff and things like that. Yeah. And we've both written down our answers and then we're just going to go through them and yeah. have a chat as we go. And hopefully this episode will be shorter than the last one. Which was accidentally an hour. But we make no promises, so... No, nope, none in. at all. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> let's start. Let's start with question one. Uh, which is mm. the best book we have read so far this year. So I have a two-way tie, because I could not choose. Same. Same. <laughs> um, so it's between Bookshops and Bone Dust by Travis Baldry. Of course. And Frontier. Comes out this, this December. <laughs> Frontier. Frontier oh my by Grace Curtis. Yeah, Bookshops and Bone Dust hasn't come out yet, but we have both read it. So Yes, it's um, fantastic. Because both of them were five-star reads, and I read them one after the other in fact and I loved them mm-hmm. both um, and I just couldn't quite decide between the two uh, Bookshops and Bondust is like perfection I haven't read Frontier but I need to mm. it it's so good so good because that's the sci-fi western it is indeed sci-fi western oh, hell yeah where it's like <laughs> 300 years of like post-apocalypse earth and somebody who was on in space uh, because most of Earth's population like left for space and then they've had no contact with Earth and then somebody came back because their ship crashed on Earth and they got out an escape pod and then they're like trying to get back to their ship and it's super like westerny vibes it's incredible I need to read it, it sounds amazing Bookshops and Bone Dust, it's a prequel to Legends of Latte, it's like what's not to love it's literally got bookshops and necromancy and bakeries mystery. and romance and mystery and it's very cute and cosy and we love it 
and uh, it's in my top ten of this year already. And it's it's just it's so good. It's the yeah. perfect uh, prequel. <laughs> oh my god, Travis Baldry, you hit it out of the park. <laughs> he really did. He really did. It's insane. <laughs> I loved it. Um, I also have a two-way tie. Mm. Um, I didn't count. I was gonna put bookshops and Bondust, See. <laughs> And then I didn't because I was like, it comes out in December. Nah. I'll do my two other favourites. Oh, see, I, I was like, it is a book that I have read this year, so uh, <laughs> I counted it. I'll also I'll, I'll just put a subtle out that's probably here as well. Yeah. But like the two I have written down officially is A Sam for the World Built by Becky Chambers, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is really unsurprising for um, for my friends who know because I just keep talking and talking about this book. Yeah, I, and I, it's like much like you with Frontier, I keep needing to read Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. It's so good. It's I don't read contemporary, and it's contemporary, mm. and it's one of my favorite <laughs> books. And I, it doesn't make sense, but you know we're here. Um, it's about. Um, t- uh, friendship and people making video games together and it's delightful and a sound for the wild built becky chambers it's becky chambers we who love... doesn't love becky chambers i've literally i've not met a single person who's read a becky chambers book and not liked it exactly. i'm sure they exist but i haven't met any of them and i'm happy about that exactly they they don't get an opinion <laughs> they, need, <laughs> they need to get a better opinion becky yeah. chambers is elite <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I like how so right question- out of the bat it's like best book you've read and we both gave multiple answers. Yeah. I've given like multiple answers for everything. Yeah, there's quite a few of these I that I've bad. picked multiple for. I can I'm not like I I'm not a single track person. You can't expect me to pick my favourite child. Exactly. <laughs> That's horrible. How dare they? Right? Exactly. <laughs> um so we've got to question two. Best sequel you've read so far? Um, I only okay. You know how I just said I've only picked. I, I've got like multiple answers for everything. I've only picked one mm. here, mm. and that is None of the Ninth. Because I read that. Oh, this did you year. read that this year? So seemingly, I read it like just just in January. Like I must have read it oh. over Christmas or something. So it's in oh, my. Great. It was like one of my first of the year. Oh yeah, because you didn't get it until Christmas, did you? Yeah, I got it quite late. Oh yeah, because I remember because I was there for months being like, you need to read it so I can talk about it. Exactly, and I was like (laughs) waiting for it to become available to me, but yeah, it just took forever. Mm. But it's like, surprisingly, one of the only sequels I've read this year, which is so unlike me. um, I have also not read many sequels this year, so I was also very limited in my choice. For anyone who doesn't know, None of the Ninth is the third book in the Locked Tomb series by Tamsin Muir. Um, it's excellent. Necromancers in Space and Lesbians. Please go read it. It's it's fantastic. Just, just go read the Locked Tomb series if you haven't. And if you have read the Locked Tomb series, go read it again. Exactly. We're doing you because a favour. Go read it again. Just just keep reading them over just... and over until bloody Electo comes out. At some point. Um, I hate to say it, but I don't think that's going to be this year. Because uh, we, we uh, a slight insight, we wanted to do it for a book club for when it was technically scheduled for October, but I pro- it probably yeah. won't be out for then, so unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, well. I think like a bunch of, I think it was like, I can't remember if it was like Kindle or um, it was like a bunch of ebook stores and Goodreads and stuff all suddenly said like, oh, it's coming out in October. Like, not, like, officially, but that mm-hmm. was, like, put on the release date on these things. 
Um, but the publisher hasn't said anything about a release yeah. date, so I don't think it's going to be this year. Probably not. Which is fair enough because it has only been a year since Nona. That's still. True. Still. <laughs> I want it now. Yeah. But I would rather wait and have it be perfect than it be rushed. So. Oh, um, absolutely. Especially because this um, is the time. last book. Yeah. So it needs to like. It need- oh, it's got. Mm. I've got such high expectations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I oh, I just I trust Damson Muir not to let us down. Yeah. I oh, love her with my hope, so. Yeah. What's what's your yeah. best sequel? So my sequel, I I didn't pick just a single one because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I have been binging them recently. Oh, it's a series yeah. called Cute Mutants <laughs> by S. J. Whitby. I'm getting around to them. I I, I um, I'm in a really bad reading slump. I need to read them. Yeah, you like when you're when you're in a slump, you've got to read something that you know you're gonna like exactly to like get you back into the read. Mm-hmm. So I totally get that, but um. Yeah, so I read, I think, the first... So I, I, I started with a book that was actually a spin-off of the series and then went back and read them all. Um, mm-hmm. I'm currently reading book five in the series. And they're incredible. It's about this group of, like, feral little gays in New Zealand who, <laughs> who get superpowers and end up, like, basically just being treated like the mutants from the X-Men. And it's really good, and there's some bits I don't love, but most of it's pretty good. They're like YA, and very gay, and very fun, mm-hmm. and like silly, um, and I enjoy them. I've read and 50 I think pages, that they're is, pretty good. <laughs> I think, let's see, so that was one... Yeah, the only two other things that I've read this year that are sequels are both graphic novels. Mm-hmm. So I was like really strapped for choice. Fair enough. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, the what is it bloody called? Uh, the sad, the lonely ghost club. The sad ghost club. Yeah, the sad ghost the, club. The third one came out in March, mm-hmm. and oh my god, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it was that was that was like my other. It was between those two, and then mm-hmm. I was like, I've been reading Cute Mutants recently, and I want mm-hmm. to talk about it. So yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I did. I'll get around to reading them and we can talk about them because I, yeah, I need to read them. <laughs> they're good fun. Um and they're not like really difficult reads. Exactly. Yeah. Um but you do have to be in the right sort of headspace for them. E. So Yeah. Uh, that would be my answer for best Fabulous. sequel I've read so far. So far. Because I do have a couple of sequels on my TBR. Same. So yeah. <laughs> come the end of... Maybe we should do this again in, like, December. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think there is a tie for December. So we can definitely do well, that. Great. Good. I'm yes. going to write that down because otherwise I'm going to forget. Okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, 30 minutes from now I'm going to be like, I know I had a good idea somewhere. I've, I've written it down because typing... I'm <laughs> Listeners might well have heard my clickety-clackety keyboard <laughs> in past episodes. <laughs> I can't cut all the clickety clackety No, no. <laughs> I try There's my nothing best. I can do about it either. I have like fiddled so much with my mic settings, but I can't make it not happen. So, oh. sorry, gang. I'll just try not to type too much. <laughs> <laughs> or if you do, go silent. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my keyboard. It just makes that much noise. Sure. They're actually <laughs> making the sound effects for their mouth while they're doing it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Really impressive for those times where I'm talking at the same time. You're a pro voice actor. <laughs> I wish. Um, okay. 
So, uh, let's go on to question three, three yes. which was a recent or new release that you haven't read yet but want to. Mm. So, I sort of struggled a little bit with this one because a lot of the books that I have on my TBR are either books that came out like before this year or books that haven't come out yet because they're arcs. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm, which books do I have that are actually recent releases? And then I remembered that I bought one on Monday at work um, that came in that was brand new that I was like, oh, this looks interesting, which was non-fiction, which is oh. bizarre for me. Okay. And it's called... It's called It's Not Just You, How to Navigate Eco-Anxiety and the Climate Crisis. Ooh. And it's all about the climate crisis and how, even though sometimes it feels like we are, you know, totally alone in, in terror and fear, um, that there's lots of other people out there. And it's also about how, like, you're not the only person being affected and it's important to think in terms of, like, community mm-hmm. and other communities so i'm quite excited to read that which is weird because i very rarely excited to, to read a non-fiction book that's so cool i love that yeah so I that's mean, my uh yeah that's 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 my answer for that one because it sounds really interesting that's so fun i'm i've got a completely different note than you <laughs> naturally yeah mine mine's like their book club pick for this uh, for next month <laughs> is Camp Damascus by Chuck Tingle, which comes out in what ten days, which is like that. a recent in air quotes release or new <laughs> that uh, is coming out. If um, yeah, I can't wait for it. Um, queer sleepaway camp that's uh, horror. Can't wait. Um, yeah, I that that's like because I struggled with this question too. I was like, what am I putting here? So I was like, Chuck Tingle. <laughs> The obvious answer. Uh, I also have one more, but like it came out last month, which is The Water that's, Outlaws by S.L. Hahn. That's recent. Yeah. The Water Outlaws. I've, I've heard this. Yeah. It's, I've heard this title somewhere. All I, all I know is it's Chinese, Asian, Robin Hood. That's all I know about it. And I want to read it. Oh, I like the cover. It's gorgeous. That is gorgeous. I, I need to read this so badly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've I feel like I maybe saw this on like upcoming releases list at some point. Yeah. Cause it does sound familiar to me. I feel I, I think I think I I've I've probably mentioned how pretty it was before. Because oh my gosh, it's probably. gorgeous. <laughs> Another blue cover. But you know It's like a nice blue though. It's like a tealy bluey green. Yeah. It's not like blue there's, blue. There's different flavours of blue in it. Yeah, there's nice blue, and then there's fucking Fitzcarraldo editions. <laughs> I'm calling them out on the air. <laughs> I hate Fitzcarraldo editions with a passion. They are so ugly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, every every book seems to be blue in this economy. Honestly, make them other colors. <laughs> Please diversify. Please, I want like a neon orange. <laughs> it gave me something else but yeah no, it, 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 that looks really fun but those are like the only two I can really think of at the top of my head that are kind of yeah. new that uh-huh. I want to read because most of my yeah, TBR is to, also ages ago you'll have to let me know how the, the Water Outlaws is because I'm also curious so. it looks so good Yeah. anyway we're going to move on to question 4 which is most anticipated upcoming release so 
Okay. <laughs> it's all of the secret projects for Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> of, course, of course. All of them were anticipated because I'm I'm gonna I I love them so much. So I'm gonna read them. It's also as well as Defiant, which recently got a cover reveal, which is the last book and has I can't remember the series title, but it's the Skyward series if you don't know. It's uh um a, Sky fighters, whatever they're called, jet fighters in space. It's fabulous, mm, sky, and there's sky fighters. Sky fighters, oh my gosh! Uh, whatever the ship fighter things, and um, with cool aliens, and oh my god, it's fantastic! I can't wait for that. Um, yeah, for all all of his work, everything, <laughs> all of his eight books that are coming out this year, <laughs> as well as Electo the Ninth. But we'll see. It's just insane. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, Electo the Ninth is, is on my list yeah. as well. But I did write Probably not. I did write it down with a little a little a little plus, plus beside plus, it plus. because I don't think it's coming this year, even though I wish it would. We can hope, but I don't know. Probably uh, um, hopefully next year at the latest. Yeah, I think it will be next yeah, year, hopefully. Probably. Fingers crossed. And then it will be a book club pick because <sighs> It will, it be. will be. As soon as as soon as there is a confirmed release date for this book, we will be on it. Mm-hmm. Like mm, mm. it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna, it's gonna so, happen. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um. Yeah, I did put that on my yeah. list, but I was also like, I'm gonna have to come up with other stuff because I don't think it's coming this yeah, year. Yeah. So I have also put for uh, anticipated upcoming release. I have put Camp Damascus because it is oh, an of upcoming course. release. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then the other one I've written down here is Godly Heathens, Ooh. which is by H.E. Edgman, Ooh. Um, okay. who wrote a book, a series that I really loved recently called uh, The Witch King, and <gasps> then the second book was called... Yes! Um, I know that. I, I can see... The Fae Keeper. Oh my gosh, yes, I can see the cover. It's that person walking with the shaved head. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. I yes. want to read them uh-huh. so badly. Which, um, I loved those two books. They're incredible. They're really, really fun. Um, and they have a new book coming out called Godly Heathens, uh, which comes out, I think, in November. Ooh. And it's about this group of um, Native American teenagers who are, I think, all queer and end up with uh, powers. Ooh. And there's deities and shit. And also, uh, the cover is real good looking. So... That's always a plus, and I really liked their other two books that they've already put out. So very I'm pretty. like 100 percent in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's my other. One. Absolutely. I like to try and throw in something, you know, that I was like, I don't think Eve will have heard of this. <laughs> I I knew of them. I just I just didn't realize there was a new one. Or I I I need to get around to reading that one. I say that of like every book you say. I'm going to read that eventually. <laughs> to be fair, I say it about quite a lot of books you say. So. Yeah. See. It happens. Mm-hmm. So, shall we move on to, to number five? Yep. Okay. <laughs> oh. Biggest disappointment. Okay. So I have I have a I have two for this one. Same. Um the first answer I don't think will surprise literally anybody. Mm-hmm. Crier's War by Nina Varela. <laughs> we need to make an apology video. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God, what we should did. we play the ukulele like what's her name? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was really, oh um, no. Yeah, we're we're, we're yeah, sorry. Yeah, Cryer's War. Like, 
I, I, you know, thought I would like it. It sounded like something I would like. It was a massive disappointment. During Pride um, Month. <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, we've, 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 we've done an episode on that if you want our full detailed thoughts about uh, every single thing that was wrong with yeah. it. Yeah, an hour episode of us screaming at one another about how bad the book was. <laughs> we're just wanting it to end when we're reading it. It was, it was definitely not our favourite. We're so sorry. And then another one that I was quite disappointed by was a book that I read fairly recently called Skyward Inn. Oh. By uh, Aaliyah Whiteley. I heard about this, yeah. Which is like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's about... It's set in like a future where the earth earth has made contact with like this one other planet that has aliens on it mm-hmm. and um there was a war between the two and now it's post war and then it's like it's it's a really weird book i think it's trying i think i think the reason i didn't like it is because it's quite litficky mm-hmm. and i cannot fucking stand litfic yeah. it's not my vibe at all um and the blurb made it sound really interesting because it's like the main character um, runs like an inn along with an alien from the planet that that they were at war with before, yeah. both of whom were veterans from the war, and now they're like running an inn together. And I was like, oh, this sounds like it could be interesting, but then it turns very strange and literary. And oh. I just didn't like it. It was just not good. Oh no. So, yeah. That was another disappointment for me. I think we talked about this one because it sounded kind of cosy, but then. Yeah, we might have talked about it at some point. Shit, yeah. yeah. Damn. Uh, mine, mine's in a similar vein because it was also kind of litficky. I think I might have mentioned this mm. to you, but um, My Year of Rest, Rest and Relaxation by Otessa Moshfei, mm-hmm. I think is how you pronounce her, their name. Mm. <laughs> I'll take your word for um, it. <laughs> uh, dear God, this book is bad. Um, it was recommended to me by one of my lecturers, actually, and um, I felt bad that this book is just uh, really, really bad. Um, it's about uh, a woman who um, uh, basically hibernates for a year by using um, really strong doses of medication, and it just felt so horrible. Um, anyway, there's representation of a bunch of mental health conditions and... Uh, one of the one, one of the conditions I have as well, and it made me feel horrendous reading it. Oh, no. And if I wasn't in a good space with that condition at the moment, it would have really set me off. So it was the uh-huh. worst book I've ever read. It's so yeah. bad. If please, if because it's brought up in a lot of like dark academia book recommendations. If you see it in a dark yeah, academia book, it's rec- one of those books that I've like seen recommended a lot. Yeah, it's recommended a lot with. Uh, a lot of life and stuff where it's just mm. making people feel sad for no reason and it's, no, don't pick it up if you see it, avoid it, it's bad don't do it, TikTok made this book huge <laughs> for no reason Goddamn TikTok <laughs> yeah, but my, my other one was Cryer's War as well, so yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. we don't need to go into detail again about Cryer's War Cryer's War, horrendously bad <laughs> Uh, let's move yeah, really swiftly on to six, uh, which was biggest surprise. Oh my gosh, 
um, from uh, the worst book ever to um, a surprising five star this year, I put Hellbent by Lee Bardugo. I hate Eat Ninth House. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you saying how much you hated Ninth House. <laughs> I was so angry at Ninth House. It was two stars at best. But then I saw this book in my library. I was like, how bad could it be? I'll check. Oh my god, wait, this book is amazing. <laughs> I don't understand it, but it had exactly what I wanted from a dark academia kind of novel with ghosts, paranormal stuff, ancient rituals, the underworld. Oh my gosh. I thought it was great. Gotta love an underworld. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gotta love hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it was, this is the only book I have for this category. I loved it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, great. <laughs> um, it's a shame that it's book two in a series, right? though, because you don't make me want to read the first yeah. one to get to that see, one. So <laughs> part of me wants to go back and read the first one again just to see if I'd like it. But like, also part yeah. of me is like, but I, but you hated this book. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not worth yeah, it. Yeah, probably not. I'll do a, I'll do a recap on like, uh, I don't know, uh, fandom or something. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm sure somebody will have, some will have done it. Will have done yeah. that. Anyway, so yours. For me, my um, biggest surprise was a book called Our Hideous Progeny. Oh, yes. McGill. Because, um, much like you with, uh, um, oh god, <laughs> I've already blanked on something you told me like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> oh no. Well, whatever. <laughs> we can just cut that bit. Nothing I say is that important, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is historic. It was, you were talking about Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Yes. And you were saying it's contemporary and you don't normally read contemporary. Yes. Um, Our Hideous Progeny is historical fiction, and I don't really tend to read, like, historical fiction, like, set in the real world. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not my vibe, normally, Mm -hmm. but I loved Our Hideous Progeny. It was really good. It's, like, set in Victorian England, and it's centred around this woman who is a a scientist, Uh, she's a paleontologist, um, and obviously she struggles quite a lot with people not paying any attention to her because she's a woman and Mm -hmm. obviously, you know. Um, And she discovers that she is related to Victor Frankenstein, Mm -hmm. the guy who made the monster. (laughs) Um, And so she finds his notes about, about the fact that he made this monster and she decides that the way to, like, get her name in all the books and to, like, get recognition as, like, a a paleontologist who knows what the fuck she's talking about she, she decides to um, try and recreate her I think he's like her great uncle or something his um, method in order to make a dinosaur and bring it to life so that she can prove that this specific species of dinosaur swims in a certain way because like the the consensus in the scientific community at the time was like that they swam or stood in a certain way and she was like, that's wrong, guys. Um, so she... It's it's um, it's Frankenstein crossed with Jurassic Park set in Victorian <sighs> England and Victorian Scotland and it's gay. I love it. And I loved it. It was fantastic. So good. 
I didn't expect to like it at all, but I did. Because like, <laughs> so there we go. I saw you pick it up, and then you were so skeptical. But the the week after, when I saw you next, you were like, "You need to read this right now." <laughs> Well, cause like the blurb was good, which is why I picked it up at all. Yeah. But I'm, I like I said, I'm just not somebody who who enjoys like historical fiction. Yeah. Um, Me neither. So <laughs> I, yeah, I was I was I was pleasantly surprised by that one. And who doesn't love a classic retelling? Oh. Yeah. Love it. And it's like a fun way to do a retelling because it's not, it's not just the same story. Yeah. You know, it's like something a bit different. Exactly. So yeah. That was fun. I would definitely recommend that one. <laughs> uh, let's 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 move swiftly on, I guess, so we don't take too long on this episode. <laughs> um, and go to question seven, which is favorite new author this year. So I uh, I've got a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, firstly, S. J. Whitby, because I've been loving the Cute Mutant series and the Cute Mutants universe. And their writing is just like very fun, and I enjoy it. Uh, I've also put down Grace Curtis, who wrote Frontier, because I loved that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the only book that Grace Curtis has written so far, and I need her to write more because it was very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the third one I've put down is Tracy Dion, who wrote um, yes. Legendborn, yeah. because I really like Legendborn. So cute. And I'm very much looking forward to reading the sequel some point soon. So good. I've not read the sequel, but I loved the first one. First one's good. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good book. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like I'd had it on my TBR for ages. I was like, I should read this, and then I almost instantly found and bought the sequel. So. <laughs> uh, I I've actually only got two down for this, and um, Andrew Joseph White, because I finally read Hell Followed with Us. Oh yes. my god. That book Such was, a good book. That book was amazing. And it's perfect for when I was in... Well, I still currently am in a reading slump, but it was perfect because I actually wanted to read it. It took me longer than reading an average book, but I think that worked in its case because, oh my god, they can write. Yeah. And their sequel comes out oh. this year. It's not a sequel. Oh, not a sequel, but, yeah. but like, second... It's like, just another, another book. book. <laughs> another book comes out this year. I'm excited about that. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, Fantastic. Thank you for the recommendation, Phoenix, because it was perfect. <laughs> it's exactly what I wanted. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> I have been telling you for ages. <laughs> I know, and I finally did it. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> but um, um, also incredible cover. Oh my gosh, beautiful cover. Gorgeous. Mm, top tier. Looks like a stained glass window kind of vibe. I love it. I love it. So good. Love it. Um, but my second author I've written down is not like one I've just recently found. It's one that I found again. And I'm going to say Cresta Cowell, purely because I had a hyperfixation for How to Train Your Dragon, as some of you may know mm. from like last week's, last week's, <laughs> last month's talking in the tavern episode because I raved about it. But um, I hadn't read, the, hadn't read the series in years, and then suddenly I was like, <laughs> I'm going to read all of them, <laughs> and I did, and yeah. oh my god, I love them. They're so they're such good books, and I missed Cresta Cowell's writing, and I loved it so much. So yeah, let's. Yeah. It's my authors. Ah. Nice. <laughs> Question eight. Oh my gosh. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Newest fictional crush. I hate that I'm going first here. I hate it. <laughs> okay. I hate it so much. Okay. 
So if people don't know, I'm Aero Ace, so like I don't get crushes that easily when it comes to like people or book characters. But that's a lie. Um, <laughs> some of my <laughs> fictional crushes are kind of like so-so. Uh, Felix judges me for being really into um, hmm. Miguel O'Hara mm-hmm. from the new Spider-Verse movie. It's because he's just horrendously unattractive. I love him so yes. much. That's, that's something that's great. I love that about him. He's so ugly, and I love him. <laughs> He's so beautiful. <laughs> but, like, uh, for specific books, I've went for, you know, like, tame ones. <laughs> because I've technically read None of the Dyke this year. I can say uh, The Cavalier of the Sixth House, Camilla Hecht. <sighs> oh. We stan Camilla Hecht. I love Camilla So Hecht. hard. Oh. I love her. I love her so much. Cavalier and protector of Palamedes Sextus. Oh my god. My woman. I want her back. She's. <laughs> I want her back She's in so my good. arms. She's so I love good. her so much. Um. <laughs> I. Beautiful. Read Giddy in the Night, please. Please read it just for her. Yeah. Uh, but also, um, I'll say because I reread Legends and Lattes this year right before I read. Uh, Bookshop and Bordust, so I'll say Viv uh-huh. again. I'm gonna say Viv. Okay. She was yeah. already a crush from the first book, but you know, she's back again. <laughs> Beautiful, <laughs> tall, muscular orc woman. She could, can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm get, you you um, have to do it now. <laughs> see, I also really struggled with this one because yeah. uh, I don't tend to get like crushes on book characters. Yeah, me neither. When it comes to like, like a like a fictional character crush, mm-hmm. I am a hundred percent about the looks. Mm-hmm. So, I took this question very literally. Okay. Because what it says is newest fictional crush. Oh, okay. Nowhere in there does it specify that this character has to be from a book. Damn, okay. <laughs> Shit. Uh-huh. So my answer is Life Weaver over. Oh my god. <laughs> No, <laughs> he is beautiful because I love him. He's beautiful and he's very pretty. Oh my god, and his skin um, for the D- his D and D skin is amazing. Oh my gosh, all his skins are amazing. Yeah, oh, he's a beautiful, beautiful um, man. <laughs> he is, but no, uh, that is that is the only answer I've written down. Fair I, I just like. I, I was kind of like, I almost didn't want to include this question, but it is on the list mm-hmm. officially. Because yeah. I was just like, I just don't get, don't like, get it. Just from writing. Yeah. I, it, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't I don't get the crush <laughs> like that. I, I need to see the person. Sometimes, if they're like really well described, mm-hmm. I can maybe, but... Yeah, yeah. Certainly there's nobody from books I've read this year that I've been like, yes. Yeah, no. Know? Uh, so let's go to newest favorite character. Um, I had to I had to think Same. quite a lot about this one because there's a lot of really good characters mm-hmm. in the books I have read this year. Um, but I was like, who would I say is is my favorite? Who who would I just like love so much? You know, mm-hmm. and I racked my brains and I was like, I've got it. So my favourite fictional character from this year, so far, is Fern from Bookshops and Bundles. <gasps> yes! 
closely followed by pot roast pot from roast. bookshops and bone dust. I have dust. written pot roast down. <laughs> yes! Oh my gosh. Best characters um, ever. I just loved them so much. They're babies. And also the skeleton whose name I can't remember. Um, I felt really bad about that. Oh, it's luggage? <laughs> Something to do with luggage. Satchel! Satchel! That's his there name. There we go. Thank you. Um, yeah. Satchel as well for bookshops and bodice. I just, mm, they're just all so brilliant. I love I them all. I love him so much. Oh my god. And there's been so many characters that I've like loved mm -hmm. this year, but I would say just Travis Baldry's characters are just so well done. Once again, so. oh, I can't wait for people to get their hands so, yeah. on it in December because it's oh, just. I know. It's so exciting. November. Novem is it November? Oh, perfect. November. Because it's such a good book. <laughs> I, I don't know dates. Time time is irrelevant. Time means nothing. Time means nothing. It's alright. <laughs> oh no. I um similarly I had pot roast down. I also have mm. one other character. Although well, no, two. I'll say two. Because the Spider-Verse movie came out. I reread I've read a bunch of the Spider-Man comics, including Spider-Punk, mm -hmm. which was Hobie Brown's comic book. Love him to death. Such a cool mm -hmm. character. I had never actually heard of him before the Spider, the new Spider Verse movie. Yeah. Um, I'm not very much of a Marvel aficionado on characters. No, so. I don't often read like the actual comics. No, me neither. But like that. I've also just not watched many of the movies or shows recently. Me, so. me, me neither, because they don't seem to be very good at the moment. <sighs> They're not great. But nope. Spider Verse takes the cake for Marvel as a whole. Uh, but mm. Spider-Punk from that. Also, because I read um, A Sam for the World Built by Becky Chambers, uh, Sibling Dex yeah. from them. Yeah! Um, I love Sibling Dex to death. Oh my gosh. They can do no wrong. That's all I, all I can really say about them, otherwise I'm mm -hmm. spoiling the plot and stuff, so... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn light weaver overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Damn him. He's not even that good to play, but no. he's pretty. He's oh no, he's so OP. <laughs> I wish. Uh, um, but number ten, um, a book that made you cry. I don't cry a lot in books or at books. There's only like the specific ones. Like if it's like my favorite books, they usually make me cry because like mm -hmm. during reads. But not many did it, um, apart from one. Which is one of my top books of this year. Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. Oh my yeah. god, I was weeping. Um, I went on a family like drive. I was with, uh, I was in the back of the car. My parents were in the front seat. My mum turned to me, stopped crying so loudly. <laughs> Wait, do you read in the car? Yeah. You're crazy. Thank you. Uh, I get really bad motion sickness as well. So like, I was committed. <laughs> Wow. I was committed to this book, okay? Um, it's it's really the incredible. disability and mental health awareness that's in it and the complexity of friendships and relationships and not feeling enough in the world that you're put in and oh my god, it's perfection. I love this book. I hate the cover of the paperback. Yeah, it's just not as good. Why is it pink? <laughs> and where did they put Erin Morgenstern? They removed her from the um, oh no the the little like reviews because she's on the front cover of the, of hardback, the hardback, but then she is distant, Damn. put out into the atmosphere for the paperback. 
Damn, they did that demoted. to my woman. Demoted. And for what? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's that, that's the only book that made me cry this year. That's literally been it. <laughs> yeah, um, I also only have one book that made me cry this year. Because um, yeah. I also don't cry a lot at books, but um, yeah. In the Lives of Puppets by T.J. Clune. Oh, um, yes. All three. <laughs> I've read uh, House in the Australian Sea and Under the Whispering Door and In the Lives of Puppets, all by T.J. Clune, and they have all made me cry. Damn. <laughs> um, They're so good. Yeah. I would also just just a just an honourable mention because I didn't read it this year, but None of the Ninth also made me cry. That was the book oh. before this that made me cry. So. Same. The the final chapter in None of the Ninth, real tears. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> before we both get lost in the in the locked in emotions. We'll do, we'll do an episode for it. It'll be fine. Oh yeah. Um, it might be after Electo comes out, though. I don't know. Yeah. Depends on. It depends on we'll if and when that gets a release date. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then let's move on to books that made you happy, which is question eleven. <sighs> um, so I, I also kind of struggled on this one because, like, like I read a lot of books that are like that make me, you know, that I don't <laughs> cry at. But also, I was like, what books that have I read this year that like made me like smile you know that i just mm-hmm. was like mm, this is nice and i read a graphic novel called bloom by <gasps> yes kevin panetta yeah and yeah. it was just really sweet and really wholesome and it was just like it made me i was just like smiling and i was like yeah oh. so i would say that that was a book that made me happy this year mm-hmm. oh i love that Bloom's so pretty. It is. It's beautiful Ugh. art. Because normally, like, obviously with graphic novels, the art is, like, one of the things I look at right off the bat mm-hmm. when I'm, like, deciding mm-hmm. whether to buy one. And a lot of the time, when it's just, like, a sort of monocolour vibe, like, because Bloom is all just shades of, like, blue. It fits so well. And that, quite often, I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Like, I like a bit of colour, mm-hmm. you know? But mm-hmm. it's just, it, it works so well. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It really does. Beautiful. Um I don't read a lot of happy books. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's usually death, destruction and angst hmm. in my books. So, um this one's not like it's not a five star read, this book. Um it's it's just fun. Like it's it's Vera Wong's unsolicited advice for murderers. By mm-hmm. Jesse Q. Sutanto, I think. I, I'm, I'm butchering these names, I apologise. <laughs> but it is quirky and so fun to read. You're you're in the mind of like a 70, 80 years old 80s wo- um, Asian woman who owns a tea parlour and solves a murder. And just the way she talks to everyone is just so <laughs> funny. Like, I was smiling the entire time. Yay! Like, it's obvious who did it, but it's fun. Uh-huh. It's so fun. It's so cute. I loved it. Nice. Mm. So cute. But yeah. Uh, that's all the one for, uh, That's the only thing that's made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. Okay. Yeesh. Murder. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> um, we'll go on to number twelve, if that's mm. okay. Um. Favourite book adaptation this year? Ooh. Um, I have two written down for this. One that's okay. fairly recent, one that's from a while ago. Uh-huh. 
So I'll go with the one from a while ago first, just to get uh-huh. it over with. But like, I don't know if this was last year that it came out or this year. Don't remember. But it was definitely cancelled this year. Um, Lockwood and Co. by Jonathan Stroud. That was uh-huh. on Netflix. Netflix recently cancelled it. There's oh my gosh. <laughs> Paranormal investigators who are kids, and it's just so fun and so sweet. I, I didn't really. I read the books when I was younger. Didn't really mm. like them, but I love the show for some reason. It just felt so much better. And then I, I never say that about shows and movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just. I don't know what they put in this show, but it was so good. And now it's gone. Uh, why Netflix? Why? Um, Netflix sucks. Netflix does suck. Fuck Netflix. Uh, but you, except. You know what? <laughs> except. You know what Netflix has just given us? Nomona. Yes! Oh Nimona. my god! This is my answer as well, just so that we could just Good. launch right into talking about it. This was also my answer I, for this one. Five minutes before we started, I was like, wait, I feel like we're gonna just talk about this movie, so I'll just no- note down something else quickly. But like, <laughs> damn! This movie! So good. Nomona is based off a graphic novel, for those who don't know, and it's about, um, a, shape, a shapeshifter and um, a hero and a villain who all have. Yeah. And oh my god, oh. Yeah, so I'm just making sounds the, now about how much I <laughs> The hero it. and the villain are both knights. And um, something happens that the the villain, in quotes, knights, knight mm-hmm. ends up getting like blamed for. And um, mm-hmm. uh, then Nimona finds him and is like, hey, you need a sidekick. And so she basically like turns herself into his sidekick. And then it's just it's really fun and really funny so and then good. really sad and then really it's, beautiful. Oh God, it was devastating. <laughs> uh, the graphic <sighs> novel and the movie are also like slightly different stories. So mm-hmm. if you like see it on Netflix and then you're like, oh, I liked this, then you can still go and read the graphic novel because it doesn't like totally follow mm-hmm. so yeah there's that. things that are like different yeah mm-hmm. like the sort of plot is a little bit different but yeah the the movie it's it's i would also say it's probably one of the best like adaptations of, oh, of anything that i that i've seen in a long time yeah because i'm Andy Stevenson was so heavily involved in the adaptation right from the start so it was As just they should yeah it's just incredible it's also got like our pretty star-studded cast so yeah i didn't realize movie. eugene from the try guys was in it that blew <laughs> yep. my mind yeah uh, it was like the day of release i was like wait a minute <laughs> it's really yeah. good and it's really funny and it's good for kids it's good for adults it's just like mm-hmm. perfect yeah fantastic go watch it yeah go watch it <laughs> okay <laughs> question 13 second to last we're nearly done is the most beautiful book you bought this year. So mm. mine was easy. <laughs> because I bought Illumicrate's uh, Becky Chambers <gasps> Wayfarers series set. And they are so pretty. They're oh, beautiful. They've got the, the covers are the same covers as the UK editions, but they're hardback without a dust jacket, which I fucking love because I hate dust jackets. Um and they're foil engraved onto the covers and then they've got lovely sprayed edges and they're signed and they're just so beautiful. 
I'm so jealous. I love them so much. They're I missed beautiful. out on the Lumicrate locked tomb set like a couple of months beforehand. They might do it again for Which they might do again, we'll but see. I missed out on the on the list for it because I set my alarm on the wrong day by accident. I set it the day after it went live, so by the time I got there it was already sold out and I was not going to miss my chance for this one. And mm-hmm. I didn't, and I'm so glad because they're so pretty. Oh my god. They are. They're so good. We'd talked about it for weeks before you bought them, and oh my god. Yep. <sighs> They're beautiful. They did make James right. They really did. I'm so they glad really, that really they did. like. I'm glad they didn't like redesign the covers around because the UK covers for yeah. those books are so nice. They're so good. I'm not a huge fan of the US ones. No, the US ones are not my vibe. <laughs> not, not at all. They look like not classic sci-fi books, and I'm just like, nah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Mine's fairly simple as well. Hell Followed With Us uh, yes. is probably the prettiest book this year I own. I don't buy a lot of books, that's a lie. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it's perfect, looks like a mural. It, it's it, the, religious symbol, it's the religious symbolism in it mm. is perfection. Love it to death. I also got The Hunger of the Gods by John Gwynn, the sequel to something else. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> It's it's beautiful. It's the perfect kind of like uh, symbiosis of like com- not symbiosis combination of gore and animals and like scale and it's just oh beautiful. Nice. I love it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Big wolf with blood coming out of its mouth. Oh, who doesn't yeah. love that? Who <laughs> doesn't love that? No, that's the vibe. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, we'll move on to oh my gosh, our final question. Yay! <laughs> Holy crap! Um, books you really need to read by the end of the year. Oh my gosh. I've read half of this book, Rhythm of War by Brandon Sanderson. I need to finish it. I'm going to finish it this year. I've read half. I don't know why I put it down. I'm in a reading slump. I don't know what life is anymore. Okay? <laughs> I need to read it. I need to finish it. It'd be grand. I also want to read Good Omens by Neil Gaiman because the second yeah. season's coming out. I love the first season. Never read the book. I oh, feel really? terrible about it's, it. I, it's I feel, a really I feel, good book. I feel fun. terrible. I, I feel like I'm doing Neil Gaiman wrong. <laughs> and Sir Terry Pratchett. Let's not, and Sir let's Terry not Pratchett. leave him out of this. <laughs> I'm sorry, Terry Pratchett. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I adored the first season, so I need to read it. Because, yeah. what, God, it's so good. Yeah. And plus, they filmed part of Good Omens Season 2 in my hometown. Oh, yeah. It's literally <laughs> a, a rock throw away from my house. That's where they filmed it. I met David Tennant. I shouted something funny at him and he laughed at me. (laughs) It's a claim to fame if ever I heard one. Uh, Someone was covered in blood. I was having a great time. (laughs) But should we need to get to Phoenix? Yeah, so I... Hit us with it. I was like, there's... I've got a lot of books on my TBR. But for this Mm -hmm. I was like, what are the the books that have been on my TBR the longest? Mm -hmm. Uh, So, um, I have... Piranesi by Susanna Clark. Yes, so which good. I've heard it's so, so good. many good things about, and I got mm-hmm. it like ages ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it must have been like March, April last year. <laughs> Damn, okay. Um, it's so good. And I just like it. never got around to it, and I'm like, I should just <laughs> read it. So I definitely want to read that by the end of the year. And also uh, Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Mandel. Yes! Which absolutely. I've also heard really good things about. And um, 
again, I think I picked it up around the same time. It's actually a proof of the book. So it's really? probably... So it's from before the book came out. Yeah, um, okay. So, and I haven't read it. But I was like, I'm keeping this because I'm going to read it. Uh, so those are my two that I definitely... I mean, beside all the other ones that I'm going to read. Those are the ones that I definitely want to be have read by the end of the year. Yeah. So I think that's, that's us. That's us. Oh my gosh. Insane. <laughs> Make sure to, um, you know, stick around on this this feed to get uh, uh, an episode in two weeks for our July book club book, which was Ooh. Cursed Cocktails by S.L. Rowland. So good. Um, which we both really enjoyed. Spoiler for uh-huh. the episode, but we did. <laughs> uh, which is really good after last month. <laughs> yeah. So Flashback. <laughs> hang around for that in a couple of weeks. And of course, in early August sometime... <laughs> we should hopefully have another episode of Talking in the Tavern. I will say that Talking in the Tavern next month might be a little bit delayed because I am moving into Maybe. a new house and we won't have yeah. Wi-Fi to begin with. So yeah. it, might, it might be a little while before we can record it. Yeah. Um, likewise with August's book club book episode. They might be a, a bit a bit shunted, but we'll try not to if we can avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try our best, but you know what? You know how stuff happens in life, so you know, but fine. Yeah, exactly. And um, you're moving. Come I'm on. moving. I'm That's buying huge. a house like a stupid person. Oh, <laughs> this economy? I know, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, so uh, let's quickly go through social media. So, Eve, where yeah. can they find you? Well, uh, about that. I've had a complete <laughs> rebrand of all of my social media. <laughs> Literally everything. So, Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok. You can all all find me under the handle now, Cozy Crow. Cozy yeah. as the UK spelling with an S and not a Z. Because yeah, why, why is it people. with a Z? It's crazy. I need to go back and edit the episodes so they'll have them in the description. But yeah, Cozy Crow. Literally everywhere. I love that new handle. And it, I love it better than what I had before. And yeah. It, I just, yeah. Yeah. Cozy Crow. It's um, definitely something I would recommend is just having one username everywhere. Because I had three. What was I doing? <laughs> Phoenix, where can they find you in the wild? Yeah. So, uh, much like Eve, I have one handle everywhere. So I am on Twitter and Instagram and um, Instagram, well, meta just put out Ugh. a new Twitter alternative app called Threads um, the, the, oh which God. if you have an Instagram account you can just like log in with your Instagram account onto that uh, and it's, I've been kind of enjoying it it's like it's got some 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 ways to go before it'll be like mm-hmm. you know ideal but uh-huh. given the <laughs> uh, it, state of Twitter the... it's, yeah. uh, it's quite nice to have something that feels like a viable alternative because there's been lots of like stuff thrown about but anyway yeah um so i'm on twitter i'm on instagram and i'm on threads and i'm at beans and fungi on all of those and i will also say that my book review blog is on indefinite hiatus officially Mm -hmm. and i kept saying oh i'll get back to it but i'm so busy (laughs) and i just don't have the time or the energy to do it so it's on indefinite hiatus so in the july episode for the book club you're gonna hear me plug that but you can just ignore it yeah (laughs) Well, well, I'll put something in the description that says don't go to this. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. 
Um, we're going to it, but there's going to be nothing new there. Yeah, exactly. It's still on Instagram and Twitter. Um, it's just mm-hmm. I'm not going to be adding anything to it for the foreseeable yeah. future. And what about the it podcast, Eve? Where can they find us? Oh, you monster. <laughs> I'll do oh, it no. then. You can uh, find us at Hearth and Tome on Twitter or at Hearth and Tome Pod on Instagram. Pew pew pew. Thank you. And we're also just if you search like Hearth and Tome Book Club on any podcast platform, you should find us in theory. Yeah. We'll be there somewhere. <laughs> in the yeah, midst. Probably. Um In the walls. <laughs> We're here, someone help. <laughs> Get us out. Hold on. Anyway. <laughs> let's stop before we both lose our minds. <clears throat> Alright, thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Hope to see you soon, traveller. Music used within this episode was Wholesome by Kevin MacLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license from Incompetech.com. <laughs>